0: And they arrived in the country of the Gadarenes, which was over against Galilee. And when he went forth to land, there met him out of the city a certain man which had devils long time, and wear no clothes, neither abode in any house. By God, but in the tomb. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell down before him with a loud voice, said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of God most high? I beseech thee, torment me not. Watch this thing. For he had commanded the Spirit to come out of the man, for oftentimes, and had caught him, he was kept bound with chains and fetters, and he brake the man and was driven of the devil into the wilderness. And Jesus asked him, saying, What is thy name? And he said, Legion. Because we are many devils who entered into him. And they besought him that he would not command them to go into the deep. Verse 22, and there was there and herd of many swine, feeding on the mountain, and they besought him that he would suffer them to enter into them, and he suffered them. Then when the devil devil's out of the man he entered into the swine, and the herd ran violently down a steep place and into the lake, and were choked. When they that fed them soul what was done, they fled and went and told it in the city and in the country, verse 25. Then they went out to see what was done, and it came to Jesus. They came to Jesus and found the man out of whom the devil departed, sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed in his right mind. And they were free. They also, which saw, told them by what means he was possessed of the devil, was healed. Then the whole multitude of the country of the Gadarenes round about besought him to depart from them, for they were taken with great fear, and he went up into the ship and returned back again. Now the man out of whom the devil had departed besought him, that he might be with them. But Jesus sent him away, saying, Return to thine own house, and show how great things God hath done unto thee. And he went his way, and published throughout the whole city, how a great things Jesus has done unto me. Lord, I'm blessed to the reading and hearing word Let me see it, be seated, please. Amen. Listen to the Lord. Eternal Father God, we thank you. Father God, after the songs have been sung in the Word of God, must go forth, Lord. We come ask, you, Father, that you would search us, Lord. We'll anything that should not be, Heavenly Father, we come confessing that we all have fallen short by word, by thought, and by deed. Lord, we thank you that you have more forgiveness in you than we have said in us, Heavenly Father. We come ask that you unstop our ears. So, even to hear the revealed word of God, that you will open our mind, give able a process of reveal, and most of all, give us a yielding spirit, Father. Not just to be hearers, but to be doers of your word, Father God. Father God, we come confess that we all have fallen in anxieties. Father, we come ask that we live in a better condition than what we arrived. Father God, that we truly heard the word from on high. Father, I come ask that you search me, remove within me that should not be, Lord. Father God, I confess that I have fallen short by word, by thought, and deed as well. Father God, I come pray now to decrease. And you can increase within me that you speak to me and through me in a mighty way this as Only you can in Jesus' name. let you say amen. amen. I'm not thought this morning. The devil made me do it. The devil made me do it. True words have never been spoken. When we act up, act out, cut up, or spew out, you can be sure that the devil has a rule. Amen. Such was the case of the possessed Gadaree. He was possessed not by the devil, but by many devils or imps of Satan, and he'd been in that situation a long time. In today's history lesson recorded by Luke, there is much we can learn about evil spirits and how we deal with them. There are three observations worthy of our attention this morning, and write these observations down in the back of your bulletin, please. The first there first is the characteristic of evil spirits. First, there are the characteristics of evil spirits, and if you want to recognize a devil when he shows up, it's good to know something about his character and how he operates, and if you're already a seasoned Christian, you should be able to spot the ten characteristics of these demons that possess this poor man. Characteristic number one, evil spirits hold on for a long time and cause you to act abnormally hurting yourself and others. The text says in verse 27, look at verse 27, that this man had been in this situation a long time. Mm. Second characteristic, evil spirits cause sinners to lose their sense of shame and conscience. Mm. Amen. They destroy your modesty, your intimacy, and your self-respect. Look at verse 27. It says, this man was running around naked. You see it in verse so far. Third characteristic, that evil spirits cause alienation from friends and family. Amen. They cut you off and force you to withdraw into your secret life. They also Number seven, the seven characteristics: evil spirits take away a man's identity and destroy his self-image. Amen. Jesus asked the man in verse 30, verse, verse 30, the man his name, in order to stir him to the memory of his past identity. And you may know somebody like this that their image has become so distorted, their issues have become so obvious that you're trying to recognize who they used to be. Watch this thing. Number eight evil spirits are numerous and terrifying. The scripture says that Jesus asked the man his name, we talked about the go?" and his name, and his reply was legion because many devils were entered into him. Mm. A Roman military legion consists of no less than 6,000 men. Mm. Right? So you can see when he replied that his name was legion, there was no less than 6,000 demons inside this man. So this man's situation was desperate at best, right? But well, watch this thing. Number nine, the ninth characteristics. Evil spirits need to control a body to work their evil. Come on now. They use people to spew out their malicious, violent, destructive behavior. They take complete control and speak for the possessed person. Verse thirty tells us. Was great, yes,
1: yes, Jesus has the power,
0: but there are many sinners who just don't find that attractive, they would rather to with trouble and stay possessed. As we say, our next observation, come on now, second observation, amen. There's a reaction of covetous people, mm. the reaction of covetous people. The gathering saw what Jesus had done, they had no And here he sat right before their eyes, healed and whole. Look at verse 35, 36. Then they went out to see what was done and came to Jesus and found the man of whom the devils were departed, sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. Hmm. They also which saw it told them by what means he that was possessed of the devils was healed. The miracle was marvelous to behold. And you would think they would have rejoiced, but instead of rejoicing, there was fear. Hmm. The question becomes, what generated their fear? And this is something that most Bible readers miss. to enter into them. They would suffer them to enter into them and he suffered them. Verse 33. Then went the devil out of the man and entered into the swine and the herd ran violently down a steep place into the lake and were choked. When they that fed them saw what was done, they fled and went and told it in the city and in the country. The Gadarenes knew they were not supposed to raise pigs. pork was one of the forbidden they were overwhelmed with fear of what Jesus would do next. Amen. When someone with this much power punished them for their disobedience to the law, they were bound to be wondering if the Messiah had come to judge them and to destroy not just their property but them as well. Watch this. Then elsewhere, but because of their sin and their. Cal- Living from God. All they could feel was fear. The text says in verse 37, then the whole multitude of the country of the round about besought him to depart from them, for they were taken with great fear, and he went up into the ship and returned back again. Verses 15 and 16 says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man of the world, the Father, the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. Hmm. Remember this morning, Jesus never stays. is that of the spirit of a delivered man. Look at this. This man is a great example of genuine conversion. And we got a lot of folks who came to Christ not because they wanted their lives changed. They didn't like the prospect of burning in hell. Mm. But this man is one that was genuinely converted. When you come to Christ and you give your life to Christ, you're saying, you know what? My way no longer works. I need to do something different with my life. And the problem is, you keep thinking that you know what you need to do different with your life. Mm. If you knew what to do with your life, your life wouldn't be the mess it is right now. Amen. Am I right about right it? If you knew how to govern your life, your life wouldn't be the best it is right now. Making the same bad decisions month after month, your life is like an old movie reel. The same bad scenes keep looping. Amen. You know the old movie reels, right? where the, the, the tape break of the same scene just keep looping over and over and over again. Right. We didn't come to Christ check. we came to Christ because we like the prophets of burning in hell. We don't want to change life. Watch this. The third final affirmation is that of the spirit of a delivered man. This man is a great example, example of genuine conversion. As soon as he was delivered, he begged to be with Christ to travel around sharing the goodness of Christ. He was on fire for the Lord and ready for ministry. But notice what Jesus Christ did. Look at verse 38-39. Now the man out of whom the devils were departed besought him that he might be with him. But Jesus sent him away saying, Return to thy own house and show how great things God hath done unto thee And he went his way and published throughout the whole city how great things Jesus had done unto him. He redirected the man. He commissioned the man to go to his own hometown. We think we know what God wants us to do, but only God has the playbook. Understand me. There are two things in life you have to understand not to confuse. Your godly purpose and your desire. Your desire is about you. God's purpose is about the kingdom. You understand know what I'm saying? What you, what, what you desire to do is about you. God's purpose for your life is about him. I'll show you yes. this. So he the man, he commissioned a man to go to his hometown. We think we know what God wants us to do. Jesus redirected the man <laughs> according to his father's will for the man's life according to his Father's will for the man's life. If you accept the Christ as your Savior, it's not about you. It's about God's will for your life. Not what you want to do. Amen. Watch this thing. He knew where the man could best serve. Here it is again. The kingdom of God. If what you're doing is not expanding the kingdom of God, it's all about you. Mm. If what you're doing, if your purpose it's not added to the kingdom. It's all about you. If your life, as you walk this walk, and redirect yourself, as you walk this walk, two things are happening on a daily basis. Either you're discipling somebody or you're disabling somebody. Somebody's going to go to heaven because of you or somebody's going to hell because of you. If your life is a billboard, what is the world reading about you? Is the world still reading your afflictions or is it reading your deliverance? Amen. Does the world still see a hope? A crackhead, a whore, a tramp, a cheater, or does it say, you know what? That's what they were, but this is what it became in Christ. Amen. Now the world calls you by your name, not your affliction. And we got too many folks in the body who are still walking around afflicted and not delivered. Mm. And I got a news flash for you this morning. God does not partway deliver. The Bible says, who the Son sets free, is free, indeed. is free indeed. Yes. And with me so far. Amen. God does not, that's like saying God partway saved. God does not partway save. Either you're saved, or you're not. Mm-hmm. Either you're a saint, or you're an ape. Amen. An ape cannot pretend to be a saint. No more than a saint can pretend to be an ape. hmm about so far. Come on. So watch this thing. So, Christ gave an unimpressive assignment. This assignment goes with the verse that says, go home and tell your story. Go home and tell your story. No doubt the man thought that, uh, thought the way we do. Who in my family will believe me after the life that I So if you can go back and win those souls that knew you when, because it's easy to witness to a stranger if they don't know your past. Yeah. The, stranger, the stranger knows nothing about you. But when you can go back and witness to those who knew you when, When I passed in my church in New Jersey, I started my church in New Jersey. The first person that was at that church, and she'll be here in October, my oldest sister, my oldest sister only have one pastor. I only gonna have one pastor, you. But she knew me. More. She knew me in my addiction. She knew me through all the struggles I went through, my homelessness, all those things. She knew me. And she said, "I'm only gonna have one pastor, you." Why? Because she's able to see what God has done in my. over, give your entire life to God. Yes, yes, yes. That, and not moments of it. It's waking up. God should be your final thought of every night and your first thought of every morning. Mm. So if you can win those souls who knew you win, who knew you win. My witnessing began, my ministry began witnessing to my family. <laughs> Witness, witnessing to my family. That's where I started at. Not outside my family, inside my family. Why? Because what kind of child of God would I be if I'm out saving the world my family is going to have? That'd be a sad commentary, wouldn't it? I'm witnessing all the strangers on the street. I got folks that I know around me are not living right on their way to hell, and I sit on mute. Like, I have nothing to say to them. And again, your witnessing is not what you say, it's how you live your life in front of them. Amen. Simple. Help you. If you go places around your family and the conversation stays the way it was before you got there, and it's still the same way once you arrive. You know the words that people like to drop at cookouts. You know the words that you spilled out? If you show up and those words are still being spilled out, like nothing ever happened, like you never showed up, chances are you didn't bring Christ with you. Because out of respect, not for you, but for the God that you serve, they will speak up. Don't do that because they, they don't drink. Don't even let's put that away. Let's take our drink You know, go watch so what you say because. They don't, they don't talk like that. If folks are not apologetic for their mouth in front of you, you might check your own mouth. Mm. Right about it. Is this going somewhere this morning? Come on. Amen. Amen. Bless right. So, family are always the hardest to convert to Christ. They're always the hardest to convert to Christ. I'm not going to lie to you. Family is always the hardest to convert to Christ. Every Christian in God's family has a service to perform. I told you two weeks ago, you were not called to be the frozen chosen. Everybody has a God-given assignment. And God does not intend for his disciples to sit on their service, stop here a second. A disciple is one who follows the teachings of his master. If you're not following the teachings of Christ, you're really not a disciple. You're just somebody who runs fire shots following. If you're not following the example and teaching of Christ, you're really not a disciple. If you're not a disciple, you're really not saved. Because you can't separate your life in two columns, my Christ life and my worldly life. Love of the world is an enemy towards God. Mm. So you can't say, I love God and you still live in like the world. Amen. We're supposed to be of the world, but not in the world. Amen. We don't act worldly. And that's Christian character. Christian integrity. What's Christian integrity? Doing the right thing even when you're not expected to. Amen. That's integrity. Doing the right thing as a believer even when it's not expected. You may entice me to cheat, but I choose to cheat right or wrong. You may entice me to get high, but I choose to get high. Mm-hmm. Right about it. Come on. The enemy is the tempter, we're the sinners. His only weapon is temptation. And you know what his weapon is? If we still fall for the line and sinker. I said before, if drugs is not, does not appeal to you, he will never tempt you with drugs because he will not tempt you, but it does not appeal to you. But if men appeal to you or women appeal to you, he knows what your eye likes. He knows how to bring her, how to bring him, and you fall for it every time. God doesn't sit in on you. Alone. No, God didn't. Hmm. <laughs> because who God sent is going to bring peace, not hell, into your life. Come the on. enemy, because he's from hell, brings hell and brings hell. Yes. Watch this. God intended for disciples to sit on their service, but we keep an open heart and an open mind or individual calling and be willing to go wherever He sends us. Our purpose is to meet folks where they are. Wherever God says, meet this person, our job is to meet people where they are. Where they are. We can't say, I'm not witnessing them because they don't look like me, they don't talk like me, they don't dress like me. There was a time. And again, you didn't look right, you didn't talk right, didn't act right, but yet somebody still tried to witness to you, did they not? Amen. But we get so high-minded, and I hope, I'm happy this morning, only God sits high enough to look down at anybody. Yes. Only God sits high. Only God sits high enough to determine who's fit for the kingdom and who's not. And he'll do that on judgment day. your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven mm-hmm. we have to be willing to let God decide where our light shines best so I gave you three stark observations from one story about the Lord's power, his power to deliver us from evil that's my prayers of yours do you want to be delivered from evil? Amen. I want God's grace to save me, don't you? I want God's mercy to forgive me, don't you? I want God's peace to comfort me, don't you? I want God's touch to heal me, don't you? I want God's miracles to excite me, don't you? I want God's voice to encourage me, don't you? I don't want to be in that number on judgment day using the stale excuse that the devil made me do it. It is the devil who blinds eyes So long, you don't know what it's like to be free. You can't imagine a life where you're not bound by something or someone. Because hmm. you're used to being a slave, a slave to sin. You can't imagine a life with no drama. And the problem that we have in the church, we got too many drama kings and fiends. Well, see, I, I, I called you by your affliction, not by your name. Mm-hmm. Your affliction is you like to great drama. We got got two men in the body who are still hoes, baby mamas. And I do, that's my baby mama. No, she has a name. Come on now, get past having yourself
1: identified by your affliction.
0: Then you'll stop talking other folks by their affliction. Yes. So as far as as the east is from the west so far has God removed our transgressions from us and will no longer have to use that lame old excuse that the devil made me do it. And the devil using the devil as an excuse for the throne of God will never be an excuse. Because the Bible says with every temptation God has already made a way of escape. He says resist the devil and he shall flee. Yes. Resist. Resist. He didn't say fight. He said, if you just resist, I'll fight the battle for you. The reason why I keep falling for the Okie doke is because we keep trying to fight ourselves. Mm. I mean, I can fight the, you can't fight the yourself. The devil knows to work better than you do. Yes, Lord. I In the garden, he kept saying to Eve, does the word not say? And he got eaten because Eve misquoted Scripture. Now how she fell. Eve misquoted Scripture. And you think what you're looking at the Word is going to be enough for one who's dwelt with the Word? You do know that, that before he fell, that Satan was direct attendant upon the throne of God. Yes. So he, he was there with the Word. So he knows the Word, which is why it's very important that the believer has to know the Word. You have that word in you. You can't get by on your, your grandma's word, your grandpa's word, your, your mama's word, but your mama's been in church her whole life. Good for your mama. Just because you belong to the church does not mean you're going to heaven. You belong to the church. The chaplains of church. They ain't going to heaven. You gotta be more than just an observer. This thing is about participation. God loves we got too many people sitting in the church as the frozen chosen and not do what you're supposed to do. But I help you. on judgment day, we all must stand before God and give an account. Everything we replayed for the whole world to say. And you'll be caught like Adam and Eve. The reason why they kind of cover themselves, it wasn't just because of their nakedness because they realized that their sins were exposed. And you have a time right now. You have time right now no matter how you came in, you can make today the first day of the rest of your life. Even if you only have one day left, that could be the one day that guarantees that when you close your eyes here, your eyes will open in heaven. Now, you have some fool. I say that's foolish, some people say that's foolish. I still have time to get myself together. Only thing you can do trying to get yourself together, you will die and bust hell wide open trying to get yourself together. I realized I could not get myself guys. God. You know, Lord, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm turning my life over to you. Turn my life over to you. My entire life over to you. And I had to learn to keep my hands and my head out of it. I really did. And what happens is that he's able to take you from wherever you are at the lowest point to higher heights than you ever imagined in your life. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. He wants to meet you where you are. So you know one, No matter where you are, the best part about the God that we serve: as long as there's breath in your lungs, the end of your story has not arrived yet. There's still more to read to the chapter of your life. Just because you can't see beyond today, God is already going into your tomorrow. He's you already take care of your tomorrow today. But the problem having the body is that we look into tomorrow and. We'll lose today when about tomorrow's problems. You're not guaranteed to see tomorrow. So you're going to lose today's joy worrying about a day you may not see. I thank God. I have learned to live every day like it's my last because one day we're going to be right. I live every day like it's my last. We have a good time every day. Why? Because at, one point, at some point we're going to be right. It's our last day. And you only really have to start living life away. Okay. If this is my last day, have I left anything undone for God? Have I not witnessed somebody that God put in my path? Or did I turn them away? Did I talk about somebody that God wanted me to witness to? Did I put somebody down that God wanted me to witness to? The Bible the remember, be careful, because you may be unaware and not even be aware of the fact you're entertaining angels. So God may be sending an angel just to show you who you really are. You may think you're here spiritually, reality, you're actually somewhere right here. Because I think we're up here, we're real close to that, but no, you're actually somewhere right here. How do you know? Because you still call people by their afflictions. You still let them call you by your affliction. Step in, please. Step in. Amen. Stay